0: elevators. Welcome to Elevate Your 8 Workshop Week. (laughs) Woohoo! I'm your host Chris McPeak and this week you get five days of me with the formerly known resume boot camp podcast that I used to host on a separate thread. But it occurred to me that people weren't finding that podcast on its own. So my good buddy Adam Shibley, I talk about him a lot on this show. He's been a great mentor and teacher for me in the podcasting sphere, he suggested that I create a workshop week with the resume bootcamp mini course, and so here we are. So you'll see a brand new episode of Elevate Your Eight every day this week, and I've combined the lesson from the podcast mini course with an interview on how the lesson can be applied to your current resume. And you will recognize the guest, her name is Carolyn Newhausen, and she was in one of the hot seat sessions that we did back in October. I am super duper grateful to have had Carolyn help me out, and I think you'll really love the things that she's going to share about the individual resume lessons. You can also go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash mini course and download the free companion workbook that will help you through all the lessons right here at Elevate Your Eight Workshop Week. So without any further ado, let's do this. Hey, welcome to the Elevate Your 8 Resume Boot Camp, and we are here at the third episode of this mini-series. Most of the really hard work is done, believe it or not, now that you've taken a peek at all the tasks you've performed in all of your jobs and put them in various themed skill sets. Now it's time to identify those specific skill sets you want on your rebooted resume and how to define them. That's right, you aren't going to just list a bunch of skill sets and that's over. You've got to take this up a notch and show potential employers proof of all these lovely skill sets. Remember all those tasks you wrote down? Time to consolidate them into an overall explanation of a day-to-day aspect of your previous jobs and put them into the categories where they belong. What? That sounds nuts. I know. Hear me out for one second. In the previous episode, I mentioned several big picture skill sets like supervision, management, and event planning, remember? Let's take supervision for example. In all of the years I worked in college housing and residence life, one of my main tasks was supervising live-in student resident assistants as well as live-in professional hall directors. So picture my skill category as quote, supervision, end quote. Then below that category, I'm going to write these two things. 12 years supervising paraprofessional student resident assistants. Number two, seven years supervising full time postgraduate hall directors. See what I did there? I honed that specific skill into how and when I performed them. For 12 years, I supervised those student staff, but seven of my 12 years also included full time staff who had received a graduate degree. Now, A potential supervisor will know that I'm a seasoned supervisor who can easily lead a team see how we did that super cool okay here's another example budget management and fiscal supervision is another skill I might be listing so below that category I might list these things number one four years managing an annual department budget of five hundred thousand dollars number two two years experience in facilitating an annual budget development process using zero-based budgeting and student success initiatives. Now this is not an easy task my friends and it's going to take you a good amount of time to get it done. To help you move along I have created a free workbook for you. Now go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash mini course and download that bad boy that's going to get you moving along. Okay, super cool. You just took a listen to lesson three. And we're still focusing on this concept of your skill sets that you're going to put in that rebooted resume. And again, this is our opportunity to show our potential new employer, all of the things not only that we're capable of doing, but things where we can add value for them. And we were talking previously about the difference between soft skills and hard skills or job skills. And we did uh, a portion of the exercise where I would hire Chris to do this task because of her skills in this area. And that brings us to a place where we can finally do some grouping. And in the lesson you heard earlier, I believed I talk, uh, talked about a administrative assistant concept, and she had taken all these tasks and funneled them into to these categories, now we're going to sort of put the categories in an order and a place where they where they belong. So I also give the example of supervision and fiscal management, and specifically for me, I talked a bit about um, the different times of people that I'd supervised over the years from student staff to graduate assistants to full-time postmasters people, and then putting that in a groove to where the employer is looking at that and they're seeing a package of supervision that I'm capable of bringing to that to that position. So again, Carolyn's back with us again to sort of break this down in terms of her own experience playing around with the new skills-based resume. So um, Carolyn, in terms of starting to clump all these things together and, and put them in a beautiful order on the page, um, sort of what were your takeaways from the lesson?
1: Yeah, I. what I would say first and foremost is I, I kind of struggled with this a little bit, only insofar as what I saw at my own roles in entertainment tech companies. And I think the roles of my colleagues is that there felt like there was no clear demarcation. Like you were hired, for example, to be um, social media metrics guru. Like, you, Uh so your job, you know, for example, like, um, you know, let's say if I had a friend named Christine, who, you know, um, was hired for that particular role, like, is she mining data to... social media data to like, look at trends and tasks. Sure. Does that kind of bleed through to business intelligence? I would say so. And so I think, um, you know, I think in my own job, like there, there have been moments where, for example, I've done, I've really been, you know, in a marketing um, department, but is, is what I've done kind of editorial based? I would say so. Uh Have I had to do my own project management? Sure. And so I think, um, I think the struggle and kind of I think the exciting thing about about bucketing your tasks and your skill set is, um, one I think I've found that there's just yeah there's no clear Carolyn only did a hundred percent of this particular thing. Well, you know I've done lots of different things that actually apply themselves to lots of different buckets. Right. Um, and so like for example, so like my buckets are largely um, project management, editorial. Digital producer production and then and then a little bit of product management um, and so that's kind of where I netted out
0: and so the resume that you that you have now versus the resume that you had before do you feel like that represents what you're able to bring to a company like the lessons up till now has it put you in a position where if you wanted to apply for Maybe something in the production field that, that wasn't in your previous industry, like maybe, let me put it in higher education. So yeah. coming to work for um, strategic communications and marketing at a institution of higher education, do you feel like you could make that switch and offer up those skills in a way that would make you um, highly um, competitive in that position?
1: I do. I think, I think. Um, a strength of bucketing of kind of finding categories or themes of like where your skill sets fit is I think it's more um, I think it becomes like by doing that It a I think and and I'd love to, to touch on confidence which I I'll come to I think at some other point but I think it, okay it lends itself um, by, by doing that, it becomes clearer to i think it becomes clearer to to anybody writing their resume of like um oh wow like my skill sets apply themselves to this category or theme and i think by having that um by having that i just think that it lends itself some confidence because it's yep. it's clearer you've basically taken like a like a a you've basically kind of reverse engineered, like a super, super fancy, like French recipe, like cocoa van or something <laughs> right <laughs> so, so like where it just, you look at it and you're like exploding duck or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, this sounds so complicated to make. I don't know how I can make it. But then it's like, when you look at the ingredients, you're like, oh wait, but I have baking soda and I have salt and I have olive oil. So I have all these things. And with these things I can make, I can then go to make like cocoa van or, you know, um, uh, I'm blanking on all my other French recipes, but uh, leather, <laughs> whatever. <okay>. Um, souffle. <laughs> okay, that's right. All of these, all of these different things. And I think it also reminds me of something that, um, this career coach that I follow, um, uh, if you don't mind me referencing her, no, not at all. Go she, for it. She is Ashley Stahl. I think I've talked uh-huh. to you her before. She's incredible. And she um, in like her flagship course, she had this quote that really stood out to me, which was whenever an employer or potential employer looks at a resume and is confused, confusion means no. So if they're confused by your resume, pass by goes in the the, the, the pile of I don't want to look at it. But if you clearly, I think, bucket and kind of categorize where your skill sets fall. Now, if I'm an employer and I look and I'm like, oh, wow, this person's got production skills. Oh wow, this person has you know project management skills. Well, where could I use project management in my in my company? I could use it in this department or that department or the art department or whatever. I think it it helps it helps clarify what you can do, like ultimately that thread of what you can do and how you can benefit a company. More so than like, that's more important than like an employer seeing your resume and going, oh, well, they worked at CBS, and but they did like all these tasks and like, how do these tasks drill down to what I
0: need? Right. You know what? I love that example. And that makes me think of a time where an engineering student asked me to look at his resume because he had all of these internship things, but he decided he didn't want to do res Engineering anymore, mm-hmm. he wanted to get into. Uh, I forget what he exactly what he wanted, but he gave me his resume, and I said, "Well, I can't, you know, I I'm an educator. I can't diffuse this. This all of this vernacular means nothing to me. Right. So right. all I, I would look at this and say, okay, well, this person's not qualified to do this job because all he knows how to do is engineering, and and so trying to re, refocus some of the the skills into something that's applicable for a specific field or career. And we'll talk about that a little bit in the next lesson. Um, But yeah, you're right. If there's confusion there, someone's going to pass because they have not seen then how that person can contribute. So yeah, that's a really great observation. Yeah. That's lesson three. And Carolyn will be back in our next episode. And we're going to talk a lot about ranking skill sets and categories, putting our buckets in the right order for the job that we want. So we'll see you in this next episode.